Guys, what's your favorite thing about vampires? Uh, I mean, is this a joke or where, where are we going? Mine's their big giant tits. <laughs> 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 Welcome to another fucking mini-sode of Halloween Forever. I'm Brian. I'm Meg. <laughs> I'm Steve. Oh, boy. This is... We're guys, I'm I'm not even delaying it here. We're talking about Life Force, 1985. This movie fucking rules. I rules always so much forget ass. how much this movie rules. And the fact that nobody talks about it pisses me off so bad. This should be the fucking this is like honestly, I've probably this is probably the third time I've seen this movie. I don't know why I always forget how much it rules. This movie is legit. <laughs> Like top fifty for me. I fucking love this movie so much. I think um, it, it has, maybe it su- sucks your life force out, and then you oh forget. Man, it sucks something out. I don't out. know. Uh, <laughs> it sucks all everything out. I'm drained, you guys. Uh, between all this vampire tits and soft docking, I'm strained. Soft docking. Um, I, that caught me off guard <laughs> so perfectly. I was. It was perfect, actually. Yeah. All right. Before we get into this fucking masterpiece of a movie by, I mean, I don't know why we expect any less from one Mr. Toby Hooper, but people just don't talk about this movie. And I think it's because the title sucks so bad. If it was called fucking space vampires, people would be buying fucking t-shirts of it all the time. But also it's like, it is literally the perfect title for this movie. If you're like, if you're like, yeah, what do we call this? Well, we're talking about like people's lives and like draining and like the actual energy so like it makes sense it makes so much sense it does make sense but it's not catch it, isn't. it, it does it's not grab you like space vampires all right guys we'll get into it let's there not get ahead of ourselves things I we fucking should love talk this about movie. first brian yeah <laughs> guys i have some weird news all right for those of you who listen to uh the showdown episode for august um you will uh, you will know already. Spoiler alert if you haven't. And also, if you haven't, fuck you. Um, <laughs> but also, uh, we had a stalemate for the first time ever. We had this little situation where we're talking about um, non-traditional vampire flicks. Uh, your boy came in super tight with near dark Meg came in with a, with, with, with a bit of a dark horse with Martin, but a great movie. <laughs> Steve came in with the, you know, with the hoity-toity filmmaker <laughs> flick, as he always Bougie does, with fucking... It was great, though. Uh, uh, Let the Right One In. I voted for Let the Right One In. Meg voted for Near Dark. And Steve voted for Martin. So it was a stalemate. First time this has happened. Over a year doing this podcast. I'm surprised it hasn't happened already, but it's the first time it happens. Which means, as the bylaws clearly state, then it goes to the listeners. So we posted on the listeners, right? We posted out there on the social medias, rather, for the listeners to check. Okay, you guys break the tie. What are you going to pick? Well, Meg went out there and <laughs> campaigned like a real fucking jack off and just blew us out of the water, right? Because she's like, people like there her. Was, there she's was like, no has rules. friends. There were no rules. <laughs> yeah, Meg has like a social life and has friends and people like her. So they voted for her movie and she, of course, ran away with it. How, uh, so like, how bad was it? 
Because like, because like, a I blowout. Because I actually won yeah. the Twitter poll. Really? Yeah. Now it was. It. I'll let me double check. It was a fucking blowout. Like it wasn't even close last time I looked. But give me one second. I'll look right now. The the, the thing is, listen. She campaigned for it. Oh, she yeah. was out there <laughs> kissing hands and shaking babies. I would have been class president. Let me just boats. say that. I would she called. She friends. called up. She called up all her witch coven friends. <laughs> yeah. Let's be real, though. It was a great movie. So, hey, you know, we can't deny this. We had just about 100 people vote in in which was great because we had to post this early in the week because I uh, am traveling for work. So we have to record this earlier in the week. So, you know, we posted it on Monday when not a lot of people, not everyone had necessarily listened to the episode. And we still had 100 people vote, which was great. And she got over half of them. Oh, God. So, uh, yeah, she, she, and then number two with... Oh, you uh, people love me. Yeah. Number two is was Near Dark. And then... And then not terribly far behind was let the right one in. So Steve, you and I were in the we're in the we're in the same category, and then she doubled both of our votes. Oh Jesus. So, yeah, that's uh yeah, yeah. Yeah. So how's it feel to win on a technicality? Huh? I think how's it feel? it's not even a technicality. We we took the rules, we followed the rules, and the people yeah. chose. I'm the people's champ, is basically what I'm saying. It's, it's like you are the vice president. You become president because the vice president dies in office. <laughs> or no. it's like it's like a situation where you know. I like how uh, bitter you champ, are right now. It's so cute. The, yeah, it's like the <laughs> champ becomes. Uh, you know, the champ gets caught with with uh, performance enhancing drugs and then you're you get you you pick up the de facto. <laughs> I'm just saying it's fucking shameful. You the same opportunity, you know, like I said, I, I would have been class president if I tried. <laughs> no, it's that's what it comes down to is Meg has more friends than us, which is fine. Here's what we did. She was gracious and she did choose a movie which we all talked about doing regardless mm -hmm. which was life force which is a fucking batshit awesome mm -hmm. movie so so basically you're welcome you know we i had a chance we had a chance i had a chance to say to screw you guys over because you guys have not been kind champions in the last few months so i haven't no just i mean it's just more like you're being mean and i mean the movie. <laughs> <laughs> like you're being mean to me it's you're not being the movie mean to you specifically <laughs> Just you in particular. Yeah, I mean, listen, uh, it, it could be worse. No, it could be worse. Awesome. I like watched it because we kind of collectively chose that we if if because of our timeline, let's just do it. And I watched it mm -hmm. and I had so much fun with it. I feel like it has so many elements. Was this your first time? Yeah, this is my first time. So it was fun. Yeah. It was goofy. It laughed. It was weird. And uh, yeah, it definitely had a lot of different elements. Like I actually, while I was watching it, if one of you would have chosen it, I would have 110% voted for that one too. Over Near Dark. I know. Over, I just. Over uh, um, whatever your film was. See, I see. Damn it. And I said, I said it was my first choice. <laughs> and I, you know, I hedged. You, you, tried, you tried to play me with the Swede card, bro. You tried to play me with a mm -hmm. sweet card. I mm -hmm. figured it would have been enough. It w it <laughs> yeah. should have been enough, but it really bit you in the ass there. And and you know what? This was me. I knew this mo movie was like. I, I just I forgot about it. Mm -hmm. A couple of people actually, uh, a couple of our social media friends actually called out like, you know, because when we teased the episode, we're like, "What's your favorite? You know, non traditional vampire, or whatever." A few people said Life Force. Oh yeah, and I was like, "Fuck." And I even said, I even responded, I was like, I feel so stupid for not 
thinking of Life Force. <laughs> I went immediately to to Western horror or Western vampires. I should have went for goddamn Space Draculars, and I didn't, and I regret my decision because so, so, this movie rules. So maybe as a show, we can agree that Life Force actually is the best non-traditional vampire movie. Totally. Even yeah. though Meg won by vote. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I would say that. Yeah, so we all win, guys. Actually, no, I don't want to share my championship with either you. You said it. We all win. Deal. Deal. Agreed. We all win. Deal. Handshakes. Handshake. Spit. I spit on my hand. I already shook it. I pressed my palm to my webcam. Not a blood oath. It does not count. There was not blood. I cut myself. Did you say count? I. Did you say go? Um, all right, guys. Let's before we get into this, let's get too deep in the movies. We got some other uh, orders of business we got to talk about. First of all, do you guys got beers or what? I got beer. Well, the what as the champ, Steve? as no, I'm gonna cut him off. Fuck you, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> She's asserting her champ dominance right now. I'm learning you from speak you guys. Spoken to. <laughs> no, I uh, I pulled out uh, my Coven Brewing Company apple, fancy it? glass here, oh. and I picked up some champagne of beer, Miller High Life. Mm. So I'm drinking a Miller yeah. High Life tonight, guys, because I'm you celebrating. Cannot. Fuck your face, Steve. Literally, he was just like, mm. <laughs> you can't. Mm. You can't go mm. wrong with Miller High Life. I will no, stand High yeah. Life forever. Although I do like to drink a High Life. <laughs> out of the the clear glass bottles if i have a choice i actually just had a conversation um uh uh with uh my cousin's girlfriend this weekend when they were over and uh we both were standing uh high life bottles uh and i will continue to that do that that was a really good story There's brian i appreciate that um was <laughs> <laughs> that genuine are you making fun of me I'm sure sure. Because no, i also i do I, like the, i do like the bottles too but i yeah it <laughs> sounded to make fun it of me. sounded so sarcastic but your face was not sarcastic so i was like is you making fun of me she's just out um, here trying to hurt feelings you know i know i just was supporting her and then she was like cool story bro she she threw the the donald duck meme that just says wild when he rolls over in bed at me you're crazy her, 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 yeah. her, well, crazy, her first girl. championship crazy, of season two has been it is off to rocky and just I cranky know. start <laughs> She's being a real shit today. Um, <laughs> She's being a real peckerhead. Guys, I just started a new job. <laughs> a I'm stressed head, out. Life sucks. So, yeah, no, now it's She's coming out tired. on you. She's taking it out on her friends. <laughs> um, all right, Steve, what are you drinking? I'm drinking one of these uh, Slee Fuchs uh, Black yeah. Lugar. Oh, you got the little Black Lugar. Black Lugar. Nice. Yeah. Yep. Just cleaning out the fridge. I'd sit. Yeah. Sitting in, in there. And I haven't been out to go, you know, go beer shop. So, mm. yeah, I uh, I haven't either. But I, I got some I got some some sample beers. I've, uh, I am drinking some wildly fresh like canned. Uh, when was this canned? Uh, this would have been. Bu- 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 bu. Yeah, this was canned like two weeks ago. Mm. Not even. I'm so jealous. Uh, uh, Oktoberfest, Sly Fox Oktoberfest Lager. Uh, we're launching it this week, like literally yesterday. And uh, holy good goddamn, I love this beer. Yeah. I love an Oktoberfest in general. Like, American like, I mean, style Oktoberfest, the best beer. Outside of just your love of lagers and Oktoberfest, so do you, Jenny? You're like, where would you rank it? Like, you're like, we could do better. I, like, I, this uh, is actually a good representation of it, you know? I'm not saying it's the greatest one in the world, but it's definitely way up there for me. I would say my favorite Meritzen style Oktoberfest I've ever had 
American, German, or otherwise, is New Glarus Staghorn. Okay. Mm. That is that beer is just like it Oktoberfest, Meritzen style Oktoberfest doesn't get better anywhere in the world for me. I mean, in Germany, like that beer is just the absolute creme de la creme for me. But as far as like the second place, I was just talking to what you're saying, John at uh, at Save on Beer today about it. The other two that I really, really love are uh Sly Fox. And um, I really, really love Firestone Walker Oktoberfest. Mm. I fucking love that beer. Cool. And then I would probably put when Sierra, like Sierra Nevada, I mean, their Meritzen is fucking incredible too. And then if you can get like fresh Einger Oktoberfest Meritzen, that beer is like a loaf of bread in a glass. It's super rich, like super Munich heavy. Mm -hmm. That one's awesome, but it's not something I can drink like a whole fuckload of. But yeah, this is right up there for me. Like I said, I I mean, Staghorn, that beer is top of the top for me. Question question number two then. Do you have, sorry, like I feel like now I'm just interviewing you, which is fine. This is where my brain works. (laughs) Um, So uh, Fest beer versus Martin style Oktoberfest, do you have a preference Mm. when it comes to the season? Yeah, I like Meritzen, but it's funny because the thing that puts Staghorn above it for me is that it does have a little bit more hop character, mm-hmm. but it's also super richly malty. Cool. And that's why I like Sly Fox too. It's got a little bit more hop bitterness like than your average Meritzen. There's nothing that pisses me off and and like just disappoints me more than a super sweet, under attenuated or really caramel malt centric mm-hmm. Oktoberfest. Really? Like... You know, th- there's plenty of them out yeah. there that I'm just like, oh, you just put some fucking caramel malt in your fucking pale lager or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or ones that are just Hellas. It's just their Hellas right. brewed to stronger strength and add fucking cinnamar or a little mm-hmm. bit of like tiny bit of black malt to correct for color. It's like that has no additional character to yeah. it. So I'm also really excited like because like, I don't know if you've been over to golden age yet, but I've liked a lot of their stuff and I, I would be curious. We mm-hmm. should definitely collectively all go there. I would like to hear your opinion on I it. I know I need to try more but of their stuff. The only brew, beer he, I have, I've only had like two yeah, beers. Yeah, He definitely, brew, I know a couple weeks ago, Aaron brewed his Oktoberfest. So I'm really excited to try that, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, loggers. <laughs> yes. It's tis t- the, tis the year of the logger, you guys. Um, but also last year and the year before that were as well. My life is the um, year of the logger. I think that's yeah, actually one that, of my signs, right? That's what I was going to say. You were born in the year of the logger. Mm-hmm. I think I was born in the year of the rat. I think if I'm not mistaken. Um, I don't remember seeing that on a Chinese menus, but all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Year of the rat. Yeah. I actually think that's true. Well, there's um, year, of the, year, year of the rat, year of the dragon. I just don't remember year of the logger on the Chinese menus. <laughs> oh, you don't remember year of the logger. Yeah. It's this year. So okay. you probably haven't seen right, it. They haven't or Steve, the it's the yet. alternative version. You know, it's the one that, um, okay. yeah, you got to ask for it. You're the you're the logger, you're the mushroom, you're the vape pen. Yeah, you're the tequila. I actually might be closer to the year tequila, you know. You're the pickleback. Mm-hmm. Oh fuck yeah. <laughs> fuck me up. Did I ever tell you guys sorry, we're going off tangents now. Have you guys ever had a, a hamburger shot? No. No, but I'm in sh- I okay. would like so, to read your pamphlet if you have one. <laughs> I'm going to go door to door with them one day. Um no, it's basically like a pickleback, but um it's a tequila pickle juice and bloody mary mix and uh oh i would fuck with that i like all those so things so perfect i love it it's so good mm. yeah mm. someone mm. at ruggers gave me gave me it for me for my birthday oh, so that yeah. sounds like a fucking rugger shot doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> 
Ruggers is like the like if you obviously if unless you you live in Pittsburgh you don't know Ruggers. Ruggers is like a it's well it is like a rugby slash soccer bar yeah. kind of mm-hmm. um and yeah they just they do they go hard over there yeah, yeah. you can get a cowboy uh, a you know way. you can get a cowboy which is a 24 ounce pbr with a shot of old granddad um there is one with mm. a medella and tequila you know i mean they, they got the hookup it's it feels like a cool hey like divey type bar but it's not they have great beer great food and like the mm-hmm. bartenders are fucking awesome so Super old school Pittsburgh dive bar feel. Love that place. Anyway, guys, we're not talking about Pittsburgh bars. We're talking about beers. Um, and now we're about to talk about spinning a damn wheel, aren't we? Yeah. Time to spin the wheel. We're going to spin this wheel. Um, and I should say, for those of you who are new, because guys, it's August. We're well into August. We are balls deep in August, you guys, which means it's pretty much Halloween. Um, so we are, uh, uh, undoubtedly, we actually are already seeing it. Um, we're undoubtedly getting some new listeners because we, we, as, uh, last year was the case and appears to be the case this year. Um, as Halloween approaches, we get thousands and thousands of new listeners, which is awesome. It just feeds your, your theory about Halloween starting in August though. Like that's pretty much what it is. It's just like, it ramps the fuck up. You better be Mm -hmm. getting your costumes ready. I, I mm-hmm, don't know what mm-hmm, I'm going to mm-hmm. be yet. I think I have ideas. I've changed my mind about six times, um, but uh, my kids highly influence what I end up being. But I, I, you know, I am known to have multiple costumes for adult and uh, and, and kid friendly activities. But in any case, uh, yes, how this is pre Halloween season, uh, as far as I'm concerned, as we get into August and then my birthday, which is August 13th for me. That kicks off full on Halloween season. We are right up the fucking road from that. So um, we're going to talk about what we're going to do for our September episode. And for those of you who are new to the show, here's how this some bitching works, right? We have this big pool of potential topics, many of which we've come up from, many of which have come up uh, from our listeners and social media friends. Um, those topics we put into a big pool. Steve puts them on his big old dang spinny ass wheel. We spin the wheel. We come up with three, three topics. Then we put them out to our social media friends and you vote on which topic will be our showdown episode for the following month, which in this case will, of course, be September. So. Then we each pick a movie associated with one of those topics. We talk about it on the showdown episode. We argue about it. We vote. And then, of course, uh, somebody gets to take home that some bitch and strap for the month. Um, so that's how it works. That said, Steve, let's spin that some bitch and wheel. Let's see. What, let's see what we get for September. Spinning the wheel. I'm going to crack this here beer right up on the mic. Ready? Ah. So first one is an interesting one because we're go- it's going back into the world of TV, but it's mm-hmm. best eerie Indiana episode. Holy shit. That what? is a random one. And I absolutely fucking love it. Have you not watched eerie Indiana, which would not be it's not outrageous that you have not. But no, I have no idea what it is. Fucking great show. Uh, a short lived kids uh, uh, sci fi spooky show a la um are you afraid of the dark? Yeah. Uh, somewhere between are you afraid of the dark and like a goosebumps or something like that. But it's typically speaking a little bit less, you know, ghosts and vampires and things and a little mm-hmm. bit more like sci fi ish, but not always. They they do all those different things. There are there's, you know, a, a, I think like a mummy one or something mm-hmm. like that. But um, it is a great show and it stars the 
kid who his name escaped me right now, but he's the kid who's in um, Hocus Pocus, right? <laughs> Isn't it the same kid? Uh, I think so. Like the younger brother. Is that what? No, the the main kid. Oh, from, from uh, no, or is it him, or is it, it's some other kid who We're is? No, I think yeah, it's no, him. no. You're right. You're right, Brian. It's uh, yeah. Omri Katz is yeah, Omri Katz. Yeah, yeah. He's the he's the the kid who stars in uh in uh, in Hocus Pocus. But yeah, oh, anyway, yeah, he was so dreamy. I had such a crush on him when Hocus oh, Pocus everyone came did. Out. That was that time where they put like JTT in there and they just like made all. <laughs> All like definitely in Tiger Beat for sure. (laughs) Yeah, like any heartthrob type male or female, they would always make them just androgynous enough for like both little, like whatever gender of little kid you were to be like kind of horny about it. Like that's (laughs) that was the move back then. Yeah, totally. Um, I mean, that's the Hanson brothers. Yeah, Hanson exactly. Like exactly. Yeah, they're just androgynous enough where like whatever your sexual preferences, you're gonna get a boner over it. I totally Um, question if I liked girls at that point. Oh, yeah, for sure. Everyone did. Everyone did. I, I, I mean, as a kid, I'm like 12. I'm like, fuck, Taylor Hansen's hot. Like, I want to I make out with Taylor Hansen. You know Those what I mean? Those are so fucking hot right now. <laughs> yeah. mm, Bob. Literally, they mm, knew it. Oh. Yeah. Um, everyone was getting real by curious on uh, on uh, around that time frame. Um, in any case, um, so first one's Erie, Indiana, which I think is a very cool topic. I hope people vote for it because I would love to go back and revisit some of that show uh, as as I would uh, Big Bad Beetleborgs. <laughs> I, I'm trying to get back. I'm trying to get people back on the Big Bad Beetleborgs bandwagon because uh-huh. uh, that I'm show fucking Googling rules too. all of this stuff right now. Big Bad Beetleborgs was um, a I like the name a lot. Power Rangers like, ripoff. It's so it, it is a spooky Power Rangers ripoff. There was a Frankenstein. There's a damn Frankenstein. There's a damn Dracula. There's a damn mummy. And then they're all basically. Wait, do you mean Frankenstein's monster? No, Frankenstein's. There's multiple Frankenstein's. There's multiple (laughs) Draculars. Um, no, but it, yeah, there's basically they live in a whole house full of, of dang monsters, but then they're also power Rangers that have like beetle suits. On its fucking it rules. Anyway, all right. Let's find do- this. I think you can watch it on. I, I see something. You might be able to find it somewhere. Maybe on the YouTube's. Erie, Indiana's uh, on Prime, okay. and Beetleborgs is probably on YouTube. People just upload mm. shit on there. Any, you know. <laughs> I know that. I know Indi- Erie, Indiana is yeah one on one of those platforms because I've watched it. I, I just found a video. It says. The Power Rangers on Acid, the big bad beetle Beetleborgs. Oh yes, and also there's a character that you need to. Um, his name? What's his name? His name is like not Flubber, but something like that. And he is essentially like an Elvis impersonator, but with like a Jay Leno. He's basically oh. like he's like Robin Williams. He very much acts like Robin Williams. He dresses like Elvis with like the hair and the suit and everything. But then he also has like a giant Jay Leno chin or like cross between Jay Leno and Mac tonight. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. His name's like flubber. It's not flubber, but it's something like that. Flabber. He's fucking bonkers. Flubber was definitely a different thing. Yeah, Flubber was that Eddie Murphy movie. Oh, was it Eddie Murphy? I was like, I thought it was Robin Williams. I thought it was. You might be right. It might be Robin Williams. Yeah, Robin Robin Williams was in the remake of Flubber. Okay, I what there was. I was thinking about it. I was thinking about Doctor Doolittle remake. That was the one Mm. with Eddie Murphy. All right. Yeah. What's next? The next one is Satanic Panic. Oh, I like that I'm in, one. I'm actually into that one. That'll be fun. Yeah. So. That'll be fun. September one. We like we get 
you know, we like pay our homage to our dark Lord and master Satan. And we <laughs> just talk about how like, we hope that he blesses us with good things for the Halloween season. And we'll I talk about say, like Sam Hain. When you Hain say something and, like that is you actually, we, we hope that he blesses us with terrible things because yeah. terrible things are good. <laughs> well, and so, and we'll like pray to whatever, like, uh, pagan gods to bless us and our harvest on Sawin and that sort of thing. So I'm into that. Um, all right. So we have eerie Indiana and satanic panic. Those are fairly different. All right. What are we going for? Number three. Satan just blesses me with, you know, sandwiches, but, uh, (laughs) (laughs) number three is, uh, one that came up last year, but we didn't, uh, we didn't get it. So maybe we'll Mm -hmm. get it this year. It is jello films. Ooh, oh, okay. okay. I like that. That's fun. Um, yeah, I, I'm, 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 I, I watched a couple of good ones. I rewatched uh, Bird with the Crystal Plumage. Nice. Uh, when I had to Corvids and one other one, which I can't remember. Anyway, um, yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, and, uh, like they're all on Tubi, so. Yeah. Sick. Speaking of which, are you guys all feeling, you guys are looking a little bit more spry now. Are you feeling good? Feeling, feeling, oh, I feel like a million dollars. Life? I feel like a million bucks. I'm on top of the fucking world. I feel 10 feet tall. Um, I didn't drink. I didn't drink for two weeks. And then all of a sudden I went hard as fuck this past weekend. With a bunch of like saisons. Yeah. I saw you were really out and about really setting the world on fire over the weekend. You know, I was drinking Malort, man, life. <laughs> I saw you drinking. Malort is it's awful. So bad. I have a lot of friends in Chicago and some of them will die on that horse and the it, it, it's a very polarizing thing. And but a lot of them are like, no, it tastes like fucking aftershave. It's disgusting. Um, so like, Brian, I think you might be the only person I know who can answer this question. But mm-hmm. compare Malort to Plinkovec. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So much thinner. OK. Plinkovec, especially the original like OG Ambridge Plinkovec mm-hmm. was uh, very syrupy, almost yeah. like Jaeger. Yeah. This is like thin mm. and it has a very like antiseptic, chemically almost mouthwash or aftershave type of character. Yeah. It's not really anise. It's more like medicinal okay mm-hmm. um yeah i kind of got this like it was like i mean so i'm not comparing obviously but like it, i thought it was like it just literally when i say sweet it had like this very sweetness up front but it was like yeah. subtle and then instant bitterness like, yeah so it's it was super fucking... incredibly bitter and i mean and it's like you know these are all in the family of bitter liqueurs and like i love campari and i love bitter things mm-hmm. but this is like got a very distinct um chemically bitterness okay. like it kind of tastes like poison oh, okay I think sure it tastes like as someone hates yeah. you yeah, yeah it's just it tastes you like aftershave like? oh yeah I've, ha- yeah I've done everclear shots so i know what that's yeah. about <laughs> yeah if it was thicker and and like more syrupy and had a more sweetness that would like cancel out some of this like it's bitter and then it's just like i don't know how else to describe it but besides like medicinal okay yeah like and and i love floral things and i love anise and all that stuff but this is like chemically yeah see i i don't love anise so i have like a little window of ones that i enjoy plinkovacs in Mm -hmm. there and uzos in there Mm -hmm. but then like jaeger is too sweet for me yeah and so yeah yeah jaeger's very sweet jaeger's even sweeter than plinkovacs like alternative jaegers though that there was like the one that kind of it, it was almost like a mix between like a spiced rum and Jaeger, and I actually kind of liked that one. Oh, I, yeah, I could I be mean, into overall, that. Overall, I like 
I don't know. I was a Jaeger bomb. I was like a bomb person, you know, like <laughs> something that had like you're liquor. A, you're a bombardier. I'm a, I'm a bombardier. Uh, yeah. yeah. Give me something that has caffeine and liquor. And I was probably doing that when yeah. I was in my 20s. Yeah, I, um, I, you know, I definitely had my my fair share of Jaeger shots back in the day. But we were, listen, we were a Plinkovac family, um, <laughs> and Plinkovac was the uh, that was the 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 poison of choice. Can and, you talk uh, to me about this because you brought it up? Is this a, like a local like yeah. thing? <clears throat> this is a Beaver County ass thing. Um, oh, so there's this there's this distinct. Yes. Yeah, like Eastern <laughs> European, like Croatian, Lithuanian. I believe it's actually originally Lithuanian. Uh, uh, bitter liqueur, a la Jaeger, or uh, or even you know, um, uh, what was the fucking one we were talking about? Chicago one, Malort, um, but better. Malort, like it's in that range, but it's a little bit syrupy and sweet, like Jaeger, but it's not as like dark. It's like golden colored. Um, anyway. Uh, yeah, and it has this like Lithuanian woman on the bottle, and it Little was babushka made, lady. <laughs> yeah, and it used to be made in Ambridge, um, in Beaver County, and it was like a local, you know, kind of mill hunky uh, liqueur of choice. And then they mm-hmm. started making it in Cleveland, and it like really, really sucked. Like it was really thin and didn't taste like the old stuff at all. Uh, but I guess now they've went back to the uh, the old recipe, but um. You still People find the old bottles. Yeah, they, they found the old bottles because the old bottles were the ones that had the, the gold cap. So then you would find the new bottles and I think they had a black cap. And so like literally <laughs> people in like Beaver County would be like, you got you got Plinkovac? Uh, oh, you got the gold cap or, you know, <laughs> like, yeah, because they knew that was the old stash shit. Was but, that um, like one of those things that like people kind of actually enjoyed or was it like the this is so cheap, so we're just going to drink no, it because it it's actually available. was good. I, I mean, it was, it was actually something I mean, I mean, even as a high school kid, we used to just like sip it out of the bottle. I mean, it's only 70. I think it's only 70 proof. Maybe it's 80 proof, but it's not super strong. It's mm-hmm. really sweet, but it's also like super spicy. So it's like very anise. Uh, clove, like cinnamon, that sort of stuff. But it's most, most notably like black licorice-y. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's other stuff in there too. But it's also um, ten, 10 bucks a bottle, so. Well, and that's the thing. It's also 10 bucks a bottle. <laughs> yeah. and, and especially, it might be more now. but like chaser of choice? No chaser. In fact, that was a very hard rule for us when we were in high school is <laughs> you drink it warm. Uh, and you just room temperature, not like, not like in the microwave, but you drink at room temperature, you drink it straight out of the bottle and you do not chase it. (laughs) That was like the move. And you also have to talk to the lady on the outside and like kind of romance her and like get her like consent before you drink it. Wait, okay, Brian, new idea is the heart tattoo. You get that Mm. lady tattooed inside of it. My, my high school friends would, would, uh, would support that a hundred percent, but I, pretty sure that um ship sailed 15 <laughs> to 20 years ago um but yes uh i i wouldn't be surprised if uh you know one of my friends showed up one day with a plink of act tattoo with the lady on it but what, what about um, one on the forearm like pete and pete style oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can like make her dance yeah. like like what's her name Ro- what's what's pete's little rose. Pete's? Yeah, wasn't rose. It rose isn't it rosie yeah. rosie or something um, anyway, okay. What um, I'm saying is that now at one of our next in-person meeting or uh, recordings, you guys have to have a bottle of that. I will track one down. I will track one down. It's still delicious. in Beaver County. I, <laughs> yeah, I think the um, the last time I had it, 
uh, was uh, my friend Eric brought a bottle to our house around Christmas time and we slugged it down. Actually, I was drinking it at our Halloween party last year, yeah. too. Yeah, um, we were drinking it in the dark. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that was my which birthday. Is exact, yeah. Which is exactly how you should, I feel like. That was when my birthday was on Friday the 13th last year and I was going to have a big, uh, you know, I was going to have like an outdoor um, oh, yeah. and um, then you like lost movie your power. night and then a tree fell on the power lines right outside my house and we sat and <laughs> drank Plinkovec and ate your in the dark uh which was still fun but i still think about that charcuterie (laughs) train yeah yep um all right guys uh as a recap here's the topics go on the social medias on the social uh or i'm sorry on the instagrams at halloween is forever uh at hallow forever on twitter halloween is forever podcast on facebook at halloween is forever pod on a tiki talkies or halloween is forever pod at gmail.com if you want to send us on this and it's going to be eerie indiana satanic panic or giallo flex maybe the most diverse lineup of uh of <laughs> topics uh we've ever seen which i'm pretty excited about um and then uh for october we will we are planning to revisit our same approach for last year which was our john carpenter showdown minus the bad movies <laughs> yeah we put all john carpenter's horror flicks uh on a uh a wheel and we spit them last year if you recall if you've been listening to the show for a while we literally got his three worst movies <laughs> um so we've got those out of the way uh and we are uh, ready to Wait, fucking but fire to remind on all cylinders them is that we don't put his like best ones like the thing is not on there no the thing will be on there yeah the thing oh, will be on thing there will yeah. be this year <laughs> Yeah, oh, we took man. the thing off for remakes because we all wanted to do the thing. I might get a little but, stabby if one of you guys get it. I think I said the same thing last year, though. Yeah, but I mean, we have uh, you got Halloween on Steve. there. You got you got <laughs> He's like, Prince of Darkness me. on Come there, at me, bro. <laughs> um, I'm ex- I'm excited. I'm excited for that. Um, all right, now, without further ado, let's get into a little flicky called motherfucking life force you guys from the year of our lord 1985 uh this movie rules as we've said already toby hooper knocked this out of the fucking park it was written by somebody what's the name of the guy who wrote it he was the guy who wrote aliens too Dan O'Bannon, didn't it yeah yeah oh my god uh they just knocked out of the fucking park there's a couple of fatal errors that they made which i think probably made for this not having the 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 success and longevity that other you know horror movies that frankly aren't nearly as good haven't had or have had uh one they called it life force which is a name that sounds like it could be a fucking disney pixar movie like it doesn't tell you anything (laughs) if you called it fucking naked space vampires again everyone would have fucking tattoos of it on their body Mm -hmm. um also can we do it like an aka can we just like do that for ourselves it's like life force but aka all we see is tits naked space vampires vampires yeah well it's kind of like it's kind (laughs) of like uh humanoids from the deep you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. that movie was called what like monster and then they decided to rename it humanoids from the deep and then it got way more play. It's way more appealing. Hundred percent, hundred percent. If you'd have called this naked space space vampires or big titted space vampires or something like that, <laughs> everyone would be everyone would be drooling over There's it. There's definitely but. a Pornhub version of this that is basically a life force, aka I. I'm gonna come on your tits. 
there's also nothing there's nothing more there's no porn version of this that could be more sexy than the real thing that's what I'm saying Um, so they pulled out all the fucking stops in this which you know I did not realize before this is a canon flick yeah so like I I, so okay so one of the reasons why I love this film is because this film burns money every second hmm. It, it it can totally. it cannot stop burning money and <laughs> it's crazy because like you said it's a canon flick so it's it produced by Globus and Golan yeah and like the, they were not known for making this kind of film but nope. this was their attempt to be blockbuster uh producers because yeah. they had terrible coke habits. <laughs> yeah, and they also had Toby Hooper. They had right. coke habits and they had Toby Hooper and they were like, "Listen, we can we can this is a great script. It's based off a kick-ass book. Uh let's fucking give Toby Cooper a fucking I don't know what the budget on this. I didn't look it up, but let's essentially give him a fucking blank check and let him let him run with it." Yeah. Um so, and he did. He delivered. It's just again. Yeah. It's the way it was marketed and the name. So this film, this film might be the original malignant because <laughs> yeah. if you, if you think about like malignant, it like it has a name director to it and it had like mm-hmm. a $40 million budget. Yeah. This film had a $25 million budget, but when you correct mm-hmm. for now dollars at $65 yeah. million dollars, yeah, and it's all it's on it's all on screen. It's all on screen yeah. because they just constantly yep. burn money. They have space. They have puppets. They have crazy blood effects. They have and the most amount of extras I can ever think of. I know this was honestly maybe even more so than Malignant. This reminds me of Gremlins too. Mm-hmm. Like Joe Dante's "fuck you." Mm-hmm. I mean, his Joe Dante's take Gremlin Stew was like was a literal middle finger, whereas this was just more like a. They gave Toby Hooper a blank check, and he said, "I'm gonna do whatever the goddamn hell I want." Right? Yeah. Um, which uh, man, it's just it's criminal that this movie doesn't get him enough uh, attention. And if you have not seen it, stop what you're doing right now. If you're holding a baby, drop it. <laughs> if you're if you're cooking on the stove, walk away. Leave it burn, and. Go to Tubi because it's fucking free on Tubi and watch Life Force and you are going to and it's like two hours long and it feels like it's it doesn't feel an, a, a second over an hour and 25 minutes like it just cruises there there. I will admit there are some dialogue heavy scenes where I'm like, did you really have to talk that slow? You know what I mean? <laughs> it's a British. We should say it's a British production. So the dialogue is very British. Yeah, but I also feel like to the time for the time period too. Like, it, they were definitely like explaining more than where our short attention spans really exist these days. So I, it felt mm-hmm. very appropriate. And I think if you go into it thinking that way, the pieces that might feel slow, you're like, yeah, whatever. I, I know what's going on. It's a time and place thing. Like this is normal. Mm-hmm. And so. it's and they're going for like a big kind of space epic. So it's like it, it mm-hmm. feels like an appropriate runtime. It doesn't feel super long. I mean, they literally went out just to give you some, like an idea of what Steve's talking about. They went out and got Henry Mancini and did, and the freaking London symphony orchestra to do <laughs> the, 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 the original score. How much, for this movie. how much plink of act do you think Mancini drank? 
<laughs> he drank like four <laughs> bottles of Plankovac and then drunk dialed, you know, the conductor from the London Symphony Orchestra. I was like, I got a goddamn naked space vampire movie. And they were like, who the fuck is this? He was like, I'll give you a million dollars. It's me, like, Italian right. Henry Mancini. I'm from a West Aliquippa. <laughs> <laughs> it's me. He's eating the fucking Mancini's bread. Is he part of the Mancini bread fortune? I was trying to find that information. I couldn't figure it, it out. sounds likely. Well, Doesn't it sound likely? Well, like he grew up in West Aliquippa and Mancini's yeah. bread is from McKee's Rocks. So like it's right up the road. Yeah. Like yeah. how is how are they not tied? So Mancini's bread, we should say for those of you who are not from Western Pennsylvania, from the greater Pittsburgh area, Mancini's bread is kind of the famous local Italian bread. It's what Permanis uses famously on their sandwiches. And yeah. So also, uh, don't sleep on their French bread pizzas, guys. <laughs> Ooh, Just never saying. had their French bread pizza, yeah, but the, I absolutely will fuck with that. Um, it's like triple the size of what the shit you get in the grocery store, but just as cheap. So go oh, do it. Mm. Yeah, I fuck with that. Um, yeah. So anyway, uh, you know, we start off and it's a very kind of epic alien like or, 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 you know, I don't think it's too out of school to say it feels a little like, you know, 2001 A Space Odyssey a little well, bit. Well, here's the here's the, another uh, kind of credit that lends to like one burning money and two them trying to go blockbuster. We already talked mm-hmm. about Dan O'Bannon, who wrote the is, you know, the, the alien writer. But the right. other person they got from the time is John Dykstra to do the special effects for this film. And John, oh, yeah, yeah, John yeah, yeah. Dykstra was like the original head of ILM for the first star mm-hmm. Wars movie. And yep. then like also went on to do a bunch of other films and like even still works today and does like a lot of the X-Men and fucking uh, like Spider-Man films. Well, and it totally makes sense now that you say that too, because he, he really rely on the, some of those kind of tricks of the trade that you see in star Wars flicks, where it's all about like scale mm-hmm. and everything. It, it, it's written like alien, but yes, it's the space scenes are absolutely shot like Star Wars mm-hmm. in that everything, you know, they talk about the the alien spacecraft, which is this big, giant, organic, goth ass vampire spaceship. And it looks like a giant ass like goth umbrella that hasn't been extended yet, kind of. And it's they say it's like 150 miles long. Right. <laughs> um, which is so wild. Yeah. And then they show it and it's just like one little corner of it is like blots out the sky kind of thing so if we do if if, if this is remade i'm gonna i said we as if maybe we are gonna do them we're not um clearly <laughs> but, if uh, we remake this <laughs> um well what i'm getting at is that what i want is the score to actually be just like goth industrial music the entire time yeah it's just Bauhaus the whole time yeah, yeah absolutely yeah. i think we i think we have to stay with tradition of getting western pennsylvania people to do the score and we get trent mm-hmm. reznor so yeah, yeah there you go <laughs> yep 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 he probably would be and he used story. to like live it wasn't he like your next door neighbor or something it's like mercer up there yeah anyway so yeah so so we start out we got this big damn uh you know vampire spaceship um and these uh uh astronauts who are from the spaceship uh churchill go they they see the space shuttle they decide they're going to go or this this giant spaceship they're going to go on and and you know uh uh explore it a little bit um they find all this weird like 
uh, uh, dr- what's the word they keep using uh, that are all dried out, uh, desiccated. desiccated. Yeah. These desiccated corpses of these crazy big like bat creatures. Which I kind that of just kinda like, like. I don't bro- know how you guys saw. I kind of liked the figures the entire time. Mm. Like I don't Dude, know. I thought they were cool too. I yeah. always you give like me a big ass bat. I'm a fucking sucker <laughs> for a big ass bat person. Um, but they never really show them super close up, at least not no. until a little bit later in the movie when the vampire person kind of transforms into them. But anyway, uh, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Um, filled with all these dead, you know, what they say to be thousands of dead, you know, desiccated giant bats, basically, in this organic, weirdly organic, almost hive-like space station well, i mean they that's, go through a damn butthole to get there so <laughs> i know they do that's why i say organic it's like there's a full-on anus is that, that they what go you through. call when you dig a shit is like i need to go do something organic right now <laughs> I, I'm, gonna go, I'm gonna go desiccate this bathroom right now um so they yeah they have this big ass spaceship and then they just randomly come upon these like three humans they're very like attractive, like model looking humans that are in these like glass enclosures, these almost like display case types of things. For anyone um, who hasn't you, seen it, though, I feel like the female kind of reminded me of the woman from Love Witch. Oh, you, yeah, I can see that a little bit. Like, yeah, she, 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 she does like, look a little like, bit like her. Yeah, I almost for two seconds, I was like, was that Love Witch movie? Um, and then I realized what the name was. And I was like, no, it's she's a witch movie. But yeah, no, mm-hmm. I, it kind of definitely reminded me. She like had this like gorgeous, like natural, like she kind of always looked like she was glowing in a way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's she's very, very attractive. And also we should specify all three of these people. They're like very attractive and they're butt ass naked. Mm-hmm. Although and you see uh, you don't get full frontal. But you see just a whole lot of her boobs, just boobs galore uh, throughout this entire movie. I would go as far as to say that the star of the movie is her boobs. They're very um, big. And, yeah, they're fantastic. And they're then, also perfect. They're like perfectly shaped. Yeah, they don't even like, look real. They're not even, they, they're, there's no sag. There's just like perky and yeah, no, it's great. Yeah. And then there's also the, the two guys. Uh, hey, spoiler alert, you see zero va- vampire wiener. No which is, I know, so but I still, I, I kind of like, if this was like 2022 movie, we would have seen some ween. Yeah, we would have oh, saw yeah. some dick for sure. We saw a little ween. Um, but anyway, they, they, uh, you, you get, you, you figure out really quickly that these, um, uh, 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 these vampires, although they appear to be like dead or in some sort of suspended animation, are have a hypnotic power over people and make them like extremely horny um, and attracted to them. Um, and then uh, you, you, so I, I won't, you know, kind of go through every single scene, but you quickly. I don't want uh, to. I, uh, I do have to interrupt you though, because I think like one of my favorite things about it is like it is old, so like also some of the effects are just terrible. But like watching the people, the astronauts move from the spaceship into this, glide. it was hilarious. Like I audibly <laughs> laughed. I was like, "This is so silly." It does look like they're <laughs> on an invisible escalator, almost yeah. a little bit. Yeah, uh, it's a little weird. I, I, th- um, I thought they were like maybe just like hung. Almost like dry cleaning, <laughs> and they're just like being pushed well, through do. the space. They look like the one guy in, in that works in like the DMV type area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Beetlejuice. I was, Beetlejuice. Gonna use, I was gonna use your pretty face as going to hell. It's like, yeah, no, they're just like going into hell and they're just being suspended <laughs> and brought in. And I love that show. It's <laughs> so good. Um, yeah. So anyway, um, so so you kind of cut to 
another spaceship or, or actually this kind of space station situation. And they're like, well, it's, it's like the command center. They're in Houston or whatever they said. Um, you know, it's the Houston, we have a problem type of thing. So it's this very like NASA control room type of setting, um, which I was confused about. Cause they say like Houston, we have a problem. And I was like, wait, is that a, is that like a, a phrase where they say they call like base Houston? Or are they literally talking about Houston because everyone else like, seemed british well yeah it, it was i think they said early on in the in the voiceover that it, it was a joint uh oh, yes, joint yes, mission yes, yes, between yes, yes. america and because like one of the the main character the main character that we wind up following for a bit is american mm-hmm. yes he yeah he is um in any case they uh they they lose contact with the ship they become very worried they decide they're going to send a um you know a rescue mission which is the space uh ship columbia right? Columbia mm-hmm. goes after the Churchill. Um, and as they approach it again, they say the words, the phrase soft dock a lot. <laughs> and I wrote in my notes, if they say soft dock one more time, I'm going to shoot. Um, it just seemed very erotic the way they were saying soft dock. Anyway, they, uh, they, they, they go in there, they all go into the ship. Um, the Churchill, you know, like I said, has stopped responding. Um, uh, and then they go on board and everyone is all fucked up. Everyone's dead. Everyone's all like desiccated and fucked up. Uh, but they still have the, the, the nudes, the new, the three nude people are all like intact in their little ship. Um, you also start to hear little context clues around this time about this whole thing has something to do with like Haley's comet and being in the tail of Haley's comet. And they take them back to, you know, HQ, if you will. And they have the the woman in there and they're like monitoring them through this camera and they are going to do an autopsy on them. And then they can't decide if they're alive or dead. And they're like, well, they're aliens. We don't really know or whatever. And then the late I wrote, a, I wrote, she wakes up and she's got excellent boobs uh, and then she just walks around shows her your boobs everyone gets like super horny for her and she starts sucking the life force out of uh people first there's just a guard just some like random young kid guard uh and she like starts making out with them and then she starts sucking like it's like a almost a vapory type of like uh, uh lightning bolt electrical charge is kind of the in in the color blue is like the way they're like representing the life force being like sucked out of their mouth if, if you remember her mouth um if you remember in ghostbusters when all the ghosts break out yeah, from, yeah, yeah, from yeah, the yeah, firehouse yeah. it's basically mm-hmm. the exact same effect because it, 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 yep. it even comes up later in the film you know, with, mm-hmm. with the with the one guy vampire. I'm glad mm-hmm. you brought that up because that was exactly what I thought. Like, you know, well, we can talk about it later, but there's yeah. a lot of Ghostbuster vibes. Yeah, for sure. Um, this is a sidebar comment of that first person. She pretty much just like sucked the life out of. And mm-hmm. when he came back to life or event, you know, for that one moment where he's like, oh, I'm alive, like kind of alive. Um, yeah. I'm pretty sure the special effects included donkeys. That's it includes all, like, what? Donkeys. Donkey? Oh, oh and the, the sound. The, yeah, yeah, the sound like the design. Sound I was just yeah. like. <laughs> it is a weird noise that they make. They make this weird guttural, throaty, almost like, yeah, almost like a hee-haw type of thing. It's definitely animalistic. Just you watch it and think about donkeys, and you're like, yeah, no, this is exactly what this is at this point. But they look like the Crypt Keeper. They become yeah. this, like, desiccated corpse. They look like a cross between the Crypt Keeper and the woman on the table in Return of the Living mm-hmm. Dead. 
mm-hmm. um, you know, that's like, it hurts to be dead, you know, that, that woman. Um, but yeah, so you see that, that, the, that the, 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 um, booby Dracula is <laughs> using her, her, uh, her feminine wiles to, to seduce people. Um, and she even goes as far as like, says to the one guy, like use my body. Um, and then I love the line from the one, like the guy who's in charge of the whole entire complex. He's like, don't worry. A naked girl's not going to get out of this complex. <laughs> it's like, yeah, she fucking definitely is. dude. Um, yeah. Um, oh, like, Oh, I can see your boobs. Cool. Yes. There you go, yeah. lady. She almost hypnotizes them with her with her big puffy nipples. Pretty much, you know, there's still some classic <laughs> vampire things. But yes, we then say yeah. she's like hypnotizing, but it's like through her nipples. Yeah. Yes. You know, yeah. so it's like a twist. This is the non traditional side, guys. Yeah. There's there's yeah. so much like like you're saying, Meg. Like the traditional vampire has the glamoring look, and they can yeah. stare you in the eyes and take control. Uh, she just has a nice rack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's that, but so just boobs. I, I, just boobs. I, so okay, so like when we're getting to know all this, like all I was going through my brain and like maybe my feminist brain, it was just like this is why guys can't be in charge. this movie is the psa for any feminist movement you're like (laughs) this is definitely this is definitely why the british can't be in charge because they are so thrown off by just like naked women all the time you guys are too though it wasn't even the view it was like not just a british thing fuck off well and i'll put it this way when they called the security guards at the front desk and said there was like a naked woman walking around just the not even seeing her and getting hypnotized by her just the mention of a naked woman threw them for a fucking loop. no they were doing that um, laugh that's like <laughs> yeah, yeah they were like <laughs> I'm, the they were like oi oi did you say she's <laughs> naked oh um, but <laughs> is <yeah>. she <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then they try to give her a dang biscuit like she's a dog. Yeah, that was uh, so yeah. Funny. Come on, man. Get hey, on, damn. Come on, love. Come to daddy. He literally says, yeah, he gives her a come to daddy. daddy. Yeah. Um, but then, I unfortunately, said the same for thing to her. <laughs> yeah, with a biscuit in your hand. Unfortunately, I don't think the I uh, a biscuit. Unfortunately, the um, the uh, for them at least, she has the same exact move set as Darth Vader, right? Because <laughs> she fucking force chokes them and then shoots laser beams into their chest. You uh, know not what laser I beams, love about bolts. this movie, and I mean, we'll like, get into it more later. Is like it's not just like an alien film; it's not just an, like a vampire film, but it has like zombie characters too. Like I think like, mm-hmm. there's so much to this movie, mm-hmm. and I just love it. Like it's like, a genre bender, but you for don't sure. you don't think twice about it. No, no, it's, it's a awesome. sci-fi vampire fucking zombie-ish movie, like with fucking exploding corpses yeah. and shit and blood and it's wild. It doesn't, it, uh, I mean, what you're talking about, Meg, towards the end, it doesn't even give you time to think about it because you didn't even know all of that shit was happening. Right, right. <laughs> you're yeah. just like, I accept just, this reality. Yeah, it's like, it's just throwing shit at your head and you're just dodging it and absorbing some of it and... um. Yeah, it's fucking wild. So so they call in the military and then they call in this kind of like detective. Yeah. Is he like a detective, but he's like a military detective is or he military jagged? police? Yeah, I don't know. That's what I was that's what I was kind of curious about. But his name is oh boy, I wrote it down. Colonel Kane. Kane. Colonel Kane. 
Uh, so Kane comes in and he, but he's wearing, like I said, he's dressed like a, like a seventies, like he dressed like he came out of get Carter, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Uh, but he's apparently part of the military. I, I don't fully know. Um, but uh, in any case, he comes in, starts asking questions and, and shit like that. Um, the one doc gets then taken over by, he gets his life force sucked out. Like one of the surgeons that's going to like do the autopsy on her or whatever. Well, um, the, uh, no, he gets, he gets life forced by the guard. Oh, he just walks in. Yeah. yeah he yeah, gets yeah, life yeah, forced yeah. by the guard. So yeah. like, that's how they start to put together that there's this pattern of like, if you get life forced, then you'll come back in two hours. <laughs> you, get, you get life forced. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You come back in two hours, but then you need to feed. And right. so that like they have this scene in the jail cell of like the, the guard who got life forced, he dies because he doesn't have mm-hmm. anything to feed on. And then that yeah. surgeon also just explodes, which I love how oh. when they're done, it's time to explode. And they just, it's, yeah. just they explode into like <laughs> dust too. And then like there was an actual dust. laugh out loud scene where, yeah, after he explodes and then they're all standing there in like shocked silence. Yeah. It reminded me of that scene in uh in a uh, hot fuzz where like the part of the tower falls on the guy and like crushes his head. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, but the one other like official the guy, one of the guys who's like in the complex from the beginning, he has like a run in with her where she starts trying to suck his life force, mm-hmm. but then like lets him go for whatever reason because he's just talking about. Um, there, the <laughs> Kane is asking questions and he's like, Is it sexual in nature? He's like, Overwhelmingly so. <laughs> so I actually horribly just in the moment, in the literal moment that you just said, suck the life force. I realize that this movie is entirely about fellatio. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just, I honestly think that the the script, and I've never read the book, um, but either the book or the script or both probably had all of the sucking the life force out of their mouth, which is like, essentially, not, it's not very dissimilar to like what they do in Hocus Pocus, speaking of Hocus Pocus, where they suck the life force out of the kids by just like inhaling like smoke out of their mouth. I really think the original script was probably out of the fucking, penis or out of their dick. Yeah. yeah. But I, I think it was probably <laughs> oh, fucking man. because really they do do that at the man. end. That'd be a great, you know that'd be mean? a great horror film. Um, sorry, I'm going to TM in my brain to not talk about it. Oh, wow. That's a great idea. <laughs> Um, no, but also, also uh, talking about influences, because I feel like, I mean, this movie could have, in theory, been very influential to something like Hocus Pocus, but also what we do in the shadows with, like, the newer uh, show where they have basically, mm-hmm. like, the energy draining vampire. Like, this mm-hmm. is 10 out of 10, the most influential thing that probably could have come from that. This is This is the vampire flick equivalent of the velvet underground where like they never hit it big <laughs> and only a hundred people would go to the show, but 90 of them started a band kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. 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 Totally. Um, um, I mean, yeah, but it's a damn super group because you have Toby Hooper yeah. and Dan O'Bannon. It's a damn super group of everybody who made the film and then mm-hmm. Patrick Stewart for just no reason. <laughs> oh, yeah, Patrick Stewart. And then he gets fucking blood squirted out of his fucking face holes. We didn't even get to that yet. Yeah, um, he gets to so, make out. Oh, my God. It's so gorgeous. I love it. Um, we just skipped um, twi- that part. Well, we're not too far off. We're going to move through it pretty quick. But, uh, you know, the twin hunk vampires. Uh, they, they try to escape and then they get blowed, blowed the fuck up with like grenades or something. Um, they get blown up then, and not in the right way. 
<laughs> no, not not in a fun way. Uh, but they're not dead. Don't worry, they come back later. Um, but uh, this whole like this section, this is where I wrote down in this point in the notes. I was like, this movie is someone said, let's make space Dracula. And let's give Dracula some great boobs. And then let's also make Dracula's wives hunky dudes, but let's not show their wieners. Because they actually weren't that impressive. Yeah, I mean, but they were they were like the 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 guys were like very uh um like almost intentionally bland looking. Yeah. Like they were very classically yeah. attractive. They look like a Rob Lowe. Right. Where it's like, mm-hmm. yes, I know that he's attractive. But he's like so or or like Carrie Underwood. Like, yes, I understand that she's beautiful in the sense that her face is symmetrical and I meant to think that she's pretty, but she's not attractive because she's so like almost um, like devoid of character. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. You, you, um, al- you also have to consider this is 85. So this is before they figured out like the Chris Hemsworth Spartan diet, whatever. To, to get really good cuts and gains on dudes, so they get yeah. so they had like the cum gutter V's down to their penises and shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like yeah. if this movie was made today, it would actually yes. absolutely just be the Hemsworth brothers just cut and jacked, standing there with their dongs half out. So I would yeah. definitely watch that for sure. Yeah. Now instead, it's like two like show me your ween, underwear Hemsworth. <laughs> and like underwear model type of like guys. Like they're kind of scrawny and mm-hmm. um, but. Anyway, um, so they they do try to do that, you know, like you said, the autopsy on the the desiccated guard, but then he wakes up and that's like the return of the living dead meets E.T. type of thing. Um, And then, uh, you know, they oh, and then they find this female body in the park. Which, you know, Booby Dracula has drained her. Yeah. Um, this, this is one of my favorite lines. It's so awkward. Go when, for it. When, the two guys. Yeah, the two yeah. guys. There's a detective. Just these two decocky fuckwads that were just like getting high in the park. Yeah. There's a detective investigating the scene. And like, here, here's just more characters. Here's more actors we hired that aren't, right. you know, but the, the detective is interviewing the witness. And the witness is like, well, we come upon these two women and you know we were standing around watching because we thought they were you know <laughs> they were like she didn't have she had too much clothes on yeah. they're waiting for something to happen oh yeah, yeah. basically we meow, were standing meow. in we were standing in the weeds watching these two girls hoping they were gonna les out (laughs) yeah jerking each other's dicks off in the weeds and and, (laughs) and then the detective's response is so british and he's just like "Mm, quite yes (laughs) he's like yeah of course go on (laughs) of course yes (laughs) yes lesbian out of course peeping on lesbians i understand (laughs) yes it's a national pastime of britain (laughs) creeping on lesbians Um, but yeah, so, so like Steve said, you know, they, they explode and actually the one, the guy who's the doctor who got, who got, uh, you know, he, who got life forced, he runs through the bars and explodes, Mm -hmm. which is so, such a cool scene. Um, but they figure out it takes about two hours. So, um, and then the, the girl on the bed, she just fucking explodes. That's a really cool scene. They're like watching her from outside and she explodes, um, so they learn that the Churchill's uh, missing uh, escape pod has shown up and, and landed somewhere in Texas. And it's uh, it's what's the fucking guy's name? Not Kane. Is it Kane, Carlson? British guy. 
Carlson. Carlson, who is one of the one of the uh, uh, astronauts aboard the uh, the Churchill, uh, shows up uh, in Texas. Um, you know, with a big beard, and he's all like fucked up and stuff like that. So they bring him back. And he tells the story of what happens or he tells his first story of what happened on the Churchill, which is essentially they all got hypnotized and the the cat, the crew started dying one by one, becoming all weird and desiccated. And he's explaining it that like other people all kind of self-sabotage the ship, but they couldn't remember what happened. Right. Uh, and then, of course, you know, the Boobs vampire happened. was feeding. Yeah. Boobs happened. Vampires, you know, was feeding on the crew. And then eventually Carlson got in the escape pod and fucked off. Um, and then you also, again, hear more about how the comet is basically like two days from from like Earth's orbit or the tail of the comet. Earth will be in the tail of the comet. But the tail of the comet will be in Earth's orbit or something within two days. And then you get a really cool scene of the space vampire, you know, using your magic tits to invade carlson's dreams um and then she comes into his dreams as a giant vampire and you don't know if it's real and she's invading the dreams because that's of course like a big part of the vampire you know mythos is they like come to you uh when you're sleeping and then you think it was a dream but they're feeding on you type of thing so but this did seem like it was genuinely a dream yeah yeah, it seemed like a dream, but also like the the thing is he has this psychic connection. Right. So it, and he Carl's uh, Carlson is being used by the British government to like try and locate where mm-hmm. she is, because like now she's like jumping from body to body. She can shape shift or whatever mm-hmm. now. Yeah. So you you quickly learn that that could have been a real connection because, yeah, she he has now that she has fed off of him. He has a psychic connection to them, not unlike your your, uh, you know, your your classical Draculars. Anyway, so. So they're they're tracking this this you know giant HR Giger looking fucking goth ship, um, and you realize now that the you're, you you've come to realize now that the male vampires are they are not dead they're still like doing their their vampire business, um, and she has essentially. Long story short, she has sent uh, Kane on like a wild goose chase basically to like the bumfuck middle of nowhere. Um, to her she has jumped bodies into this like redheaded woman's body who is at like a mental institution that's where they find patrick stewart um and uh they suck all the goo out of his head it's a whole thing long story <laughs> long story short um and if that's what this is one but there's great scenes and it paid off with like patrick stewart and all that stuff but there is some like this could have been a smaller part of the movie yeah. probably um it's, a, it's such go, a weird divergence it is it seems a little out of place and then to throw like i 85 what was patrick stewart doing in 85 like he was a notable actor He's, already, he was obviously right? a notable stage actor i i mean yeah he was a shakespearean guy right? yeah this is before next generation Yes, so, definitely. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Uh, I'm just going to look it up to see what he was doing like before yeah. this. But yeah, but the, you you get introduced to all these characters, including like you know. So you get the scene, which is kind of cool of uh, of of Carlson being psychically connected to the vampire who's now in a different body and is seducing some like random fucking bloke on the road, and like you know, seducing him and like, you know, making him touch her vagina and stuff like that. And then they get to this, they they see 
the license plate in his dream and then they go and they track the car to wherever the fuck they're at like i said up in, it's supposed to be in like yorkshire or something so it's like everything's taking place in london and this is way up north mm-hmm. so basically she's pulled them out of you know sent them on this wild goose chase as like a divergence so that her you know hunky beefcake vampires can can go wild back in london hunky boys, <laughs> hunky boys. Her hunky boys. so yeah. so at this point like patrick stewart was mostly just coming off doing tv movie productions of like shakespearean stuff mm, and then yeah. he was in dune in 84 yeah so he would have been recognizable yeah though. yeah yeah, Espe- especially not like a big to, giant A-list star. Yeah, especially to like the British because like yeah. he was on a bunch of BB, BBC TV movies. Yeah, which was a big ass thing mm-hmm. back in the day. And they used to get a lot of like big name actors to go in the like they would hire like one big name person or two big name people for those those productions. But um, so, yeah, so she sends him on this wild goose chase. Uh, yeah, the, the scene with like. <laughs> it kind of doesn't add up and maybe I missed something here, but like when they're sucking the life force out of people, like I said, it's this almost this blue light vapor type of thing. But in this instance, she like manifests herself. Well, two things. One, she sucks Patrick Stewart's like blood out of all of his head holes. <laughs> but then also like she manifests herself as blood in the plane and then just like does like a, uh, uh what's the, I keep want to say earthworm gym. It's not earthworm gym. What's the mood? What's the like boy in his blob. You remember that game? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like she, she basically does the boy in his blob, like through the bottom of the plane. Yeah. And just yeah, like yeah. Bails. yeah. It, I think it's like, they're saying that she has like this infection, of mm-hmm. like she's putting herself in the body so i think she, like psychically she does exist in like patrick stewart and this woman because like mm-hmm. when, when you find her at the end of the film she's like in a stasis on an altar because because yeah. it, it's it is the hunky boys who are running wild in london yeah and she is yeah. just like a conduit to take the- so she was never in the 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 redheaded woman's body physically that no. wasn't physically her body she was just controlling them well, gotcha. And there okay. Was that, that line, makes sense. Though, that kind of confirms that where it was just like, I think he was asked something about like, do you know that she's here or like, and then he just kind of said yes, but then immediately was just like, are you sure? And he's like, no. Like he could mm. never fully confirm where she was. Mm-hmm. It was like he could again, feel her yeah. there, but yeah. Yeah. He okay. could never fully get it. Yep. Gotcha. Yep. Um, so, uh, meanwhile, like I said, they're running amok back in London. Carlson kind of reveals at this point that he was the one who let her out and he was like hypnotized by her mm-hmm. and was like doing some Renfield shit and just like sabotaged the whole ship and bailed. He thought he was saving the world by like leaving her there. You know what I mean? And like basically abandoning and blowing up the ship. Um, but obviously she made her way back because the because the the rescue vessel she was protected by her little you know um translucent box Last thing case of emotion, uh, basically yeah it's it's like a, it's like their casket of it's like their vampire casket except for it's a goddamn future space vampire casket so that's how you can tell things are from the future is if they're like clear <laughs> um, <laughs> it was kind of a corny I thought that was kind of cool. there's one corny element is the the clear boxes I don't um, know. I like I mean, it, it though. looked cool it looked cool but it just was yeah it was kind of it's a corny like, element hey, do but, you guys know x-ray 
<laughs> yeah, they were like, it's kind of like when like back in the 50s sci-fi, you know, kind of creature features and atomic, core, you know, atomic age creature features. And they were just like, you know, you can tell it's the future if they have like a, a lot of metal and like high collars. <laughs> metal yeah, high collars. Like <laughs> crystals yeah. for no damn reason. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no crystals. Guys, a lot of beep that boops and lights. itself real hard in our generation, you know that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't People I don't know really why women picked up on the uh, whole crystal cuz that was always every, a sign of evil. Everyone's a witch now. Everyone's a witch. <laughs> Listen, I'm Didn't all for practicing witchcraft, but sure. like do it with like the old school sex magic way, like come period blood, like sacrifice shit, cut yourself, like stare at stare at the moon, do mushrooms. Is any like, of you even crystals. jerking off with these crystals or what? <laughs> yeah. You guys ain't even using these crystals the right way. You ain't even jerking off with them or nothing. You're not even you're not even crushing them up and snorting them. Um, I mean, have you guys not seen like those like crystal like um like dildo type things too i forget the exact name of them but someone who's listening can definitely confirm i mean you guys know that exists can definitely do it these days because again Great crystal they're like yeah. magical crystals but they're dildos yeah there's like different like rocks but they're shaped and yeah you can definitely like masturbate oh them. man sure. they would be real i hope they're smooth they are, um, they are. <laughs> <laughs> sounds painful sounds painful um anyway uh you gotta get yourself yes. back out there right <laughs> I know. Listen, it's, I'm, I'm a married man. I don't. I don't. Not I don't stick way, hardly any crystals way. on my ass anymore. No, like, um, you need to go learn yourself. You get learned. Uh, <laughs> you gotta go get learned. I'm gonna go fast forward to me next week, walking into like the adult, you know, novelty store, going, "Hey, you got any crystals I can stick on my ass?" <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, boy, howdy do we? Um, there's a whole section. Um, so anyway, uh, uh, yeah, Carlson tells them, you know, the real story of kind of what happened. Um, and then at this point, you know, shit is really hitting the fan in London so much so that the military is basically saying like, Hey, you got like three hours and we're going to fucking nuke London, <laughs> which I was like, Whoa, you really went to the fucking... <laughs> went crazy with that plan real fast like and all of this has been happening like off screen we don't know about it it's just literally yeah. like carlson and kane are riding back on the helicopter like we were talking about and that's when yeah. that's when blood witch comes out of patrick stewart's head and right. then after that they just hear over the radio oh yeah london's been on lockdown it's been under martial law for the past three hours oh what mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah. you see like London literally exploding. <laughs> I love, love, love this part because it goes from this like relatively small, isolated, like, like you said, alien, like sci-fi horror mm -hmm. flick to Ghostbusters. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where like the whole city is burning and we're going to nuke London. If this doesn't get like, if you guys don't get this shit under control, we're going to literally nuke London. Yeah. Like this is like when you're like putting together the script for this film and like nowadays, if a producer saw that you went from space stuff to like London office stuff. 
they'd be like, mm-hmm. no, no, it's just going to all be in space. Like yeah, we we're can't, not going to do all these different sets. Yeah, we're that's not too many like, locations. Go to all these different locations. Yeah. yeah, but then not only do they do that, but then they go, oh, we're also going to go on the streets of London and fill it with mm-hmm. people and fill it with all explosions. And they're like, and what fire the fuck? everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, they're just explosions. burning I liked money. It too, though. Oh yeah. Oh my god, they blow up that double decker bus. That was mm-hmm. awesome. And like, I mean. Uh, explosions have been happening all throughout the film like they blew Mm. out the glass in that Mm -hmm. early scene they blew up the two hunky boys they blew up all the vampire corpses (laughs) so like it's been building to this (laughs) oh this is a movie i really want to see like the joe bob treatment and have them go through (laughs) the the drive-in totals there would be just an insane list of drive-in totals uh for this movie but um yeah, so you you start to realize what's happening here. You start to kind of put the pieces together. The 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 damn hunky and and boobified space draculars are using like human life force to power their ship. And they come around to Earth every however many years, I forget what it is, when Haley's comet comes around it's like 60 years 75. like that. 75 years. They come around and they and they repower their ship by just like fucking up a bunch of humans. And you don't necessarily like say they do it with humans every time, but I, I think that's the the implication here. But obviously if this happened 75 years ago, like we probably would have heard that like, <laughs> you know, the world was attacked and, you know, all, all this stuff. But anyway, um, they're, they're using this and the, the, the two hunky boys are basically sucking up all the life force out of all these people on the streets and like transferring it to, um, to, 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 uh, count Bubula. And then she is <laughs> shooting it up into the spaceship. Right. That's, that's basically what's Why happening. Why did we just start calling um, her count Bubula? So, <laughs> I don't know. I'm pretty, I'm pretty happy about that. I, it was, it was basically a cross between like count Dracula and Bubarella from, from the Simpsons. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. But like I said, shit, shit has hit the fan at this point. And this is when like all the very Ghostbusters shit's happening. Like yeah, there's shit like, goddamn stuff all over the world. All in the same time, too. It's great. Yeah. And everything's on fire. Mm-hmm. It's like I said, it's fucking sick. You figure out that like Steve had mentioned her like home base, her beacon, if you will, for transmitting the uh, uh, life force back up to her ship is this altar at this it's a famous cathedral right i i forget what it's called yeah um, i forget too but yeah it's like it's like a it's like saint pete's or saint paul's or one saint of them Tits, one of them fucking guys <laughs> yeah one of those fucking guys um it's their uh it was one of them cathedrals anyway um then i they they kind of determined that you can and I didn't write this down and I'm blanking on it. Where did they get the the quote unquote leaded iron from, which is basically like the wooden stake that they can drive through there? So it was one of the, it, it was the one doctor from the beginning of the film who is like it, this all happens off screen. And so it's not the best part. It's not my favorite part. But I guess the doctor like was attacked by one of the hunky boys and he just mm-hmm. had a leaded stake that he drove through the heart or drove through the energy center is what he says of mm. one of the hunky boys. So he kills one of the hunky boys just off screen. You, know, you don't yeah, see it happen. That's right. Yeah, yeah. It was pretty forgettable. Right. And, and, and then they established that, you know, this leaded iron 
uh, is is this ancient way of of killing these fucking goddamn space draculars. Um, so you know we're kind of spiraling towards the finish here. Um, Carlson goes to you know the cathedral, kind of follows all the all the the damn life force in there. Sees um, sees you know Bubarella there on the uh, on the altar, and you know they kind of have this rekindling reconnection thing where like he is obviously way under her power still, and she is um, you know kind of you know, milking him for all he's worth, uh, as he has the whole time, but also like emotionally basically saying like, you're part of us, you're one of us. And he kind of suggests that like, he was always one of them. Yeah. But I don't know if that was her just playing him a little bit. Well, I mean, there's a line at the very beginning of the film where they, when they first go into the space vampire ship and he says something to the effect of like, it feels like I've been here before. He does. Yeah. But I didn't know if that was just her, hypnotizing him. right and then and then there through the reveal of like there there is like she she imparts part of her energy into him which is how they get this psychic link yeah so like there is kind of this weird thing of like has he always had some sort of connection to that or or is, or is he destined to be a damn space renfield mm-hmm. let's let's also know. like bring that there's now another layer that maybe there is like a witchy tendency to this whole thing and i mean it mm-hmm. could be like slightly uh overlapping with how like like the vampire tropes and shit like that too but he has that one core she's like or uh, where she says something like, I am the feminine in your mind too, which like definitely comes came like I remember hearing that and I'm like, this is very witchy in a lot of way. And <laughs> it, it also is. it's it's almost this like pagan yeah. type of ancient alien shit where she yeah. he's like, It's the most devastatingly feminine force I've ever heard or whatever. <laughs> right. And that's when he's like, Is it sexual in nature? He's like, It's incredibly horrifyingly sexual <laughs> or whatever. Oh yeah, there's like these like witchy tropes or two where we talk about like the masculine and feminine like energies and stuff like that. So that's where I was like getting that where this movie is so fucking cool for bringing all this shit into it but like mm-hmm. that whole idea of like taking over his mind like there could be we probably could hypothesize that there is some sort of like like either deja vu type thing where or past life type element going on which would mm-hmm. be interesting yeah yeah <clears throat> yeah I, I would I'm, i'd be interested i i would genuinely I think I want to read the book because I would love to get a little bit more of the the background there. Um, And also it did feel like the character of Carlson was like a little bit like there were some times where he kind of just like, I don't want to say he dumped exposition, but he was just like, tell me the plot of the movie. Like when he was like, what are these feelings? (laughs) Like he's just like, you know, I just like, he, I don't know. He's just more of a conduit for like, I mean, obviously he plays a huge part, which we're about to talk about, but I, I don't know. I, I just yeah. guess he becomes like a shell of a character a little bit. I don't know. Yeah. I, I wonder like, yeah, I'd like to read the book too, just to get like more of a background. Cause so like the, the three films we did in the showdown, they all have like pretty strong subtexts and they're all different subtexts. And, mm-hmm. you know, we went through them. This film doesn't have like a real strong subtext, but maybe there is something that was like part of the book. And like, we're talking about how like Carlson has this link to like feminine energy and everything. Maybe there's something about just general repression mm-hmm. that, you know, cause like, cause you look at all the other actors in like just the general British nature of the film and how everybody's just like, Oh, quite 
oh, I saw yeah, a boob. Oh, yeah, it's so British. <laughs> yeah, and like have, so, yeah, have a biscuit. But like, yeah, but like it's it's like mainly male dominated, and it's also just like incredibly sexually repressed because they're mm-hmm. all they're all just turned on like seeing a boob or seeing women kiss or seeing you know, and then yeah, maybe so they're maybe all incels as well. Yeah, maybe there's more to it. But and then like there's also just this really like hilariously prim and proper nature because um, Mm -hmm. one of the things like when Carlson and Kane come back to London, they go to a base. And one of the first things that happens when they get on this base is that the secretary asks if they want tea while mm-hmm. the entire city is burning down around them it's like <laughs> just like to have to sit down and have a little bit of tea and it's like that's not appropriate at the moment yeah <laughs> yeah and even like the 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 way they talk whenever they're interviewing carlson and he's telling them all this crazy stuff like it's just all very prim and proper and clinical you know and it clinical and procedural yeah um but anyway so so we're basically at the end here um carlson goes up and he you know has this conversation with with uh, the the damn space vampire and they start doing this like really hardcore aggressive makeout scene and then this is where i think you know i i think the whole idea was like she would just like fuck people and that's how she like i originally i genuinely think it was supposed to be like she would take the life force from people via sex. So mm-hmm. it was more like maybe a succubus ish type of story. Mm-hmm. But I think they were just like, no, we can't like, yeah, we'll show her naked, but we're like, we're not gonna, we're not gonna have a bunch of fucking scenes. And at the end, they basically compromised with like, mommy and daddy are going to hug. And then that's how babies are made. Like that's, that's kind of the sex scene at the end. It's just like yeah. them pressing their bellies together. And I'm like, are, is there, like p and vg here or not like it looks like they're probably they're trying to suggest that there is but like that's not a great angle you have to have one of those wieners that bend up you know what i mean toby had to really fight to get woman on top for yeah (laughs) like i know yeah he did you could tell this was supposed to be like a way more sexually charged movie not that it's not but like i really think that they originally wanted to be like you know more uh, uh, not that they're going to show like full on penetration, but I mean, like, I think the, the implication was that she was supposed to be having sex with these people, mm-hmm. um, and taking their life force, but they really only showed it in a very, um, hands off type of way in the climactic scene. Yeah. And I just then, kind of assumed as like this alien that she probably had sex in different ways. You know what I mean? Like she gained pleasure like even. Sex? Yeah, pretty much kind of like that. <laughs> but like, I mean, I, mean, I think that's obviously yeah. what they, what yeah. they, I, I just wonder if that was a, um, if that was a, uh, 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 like that's just an agreement they came to. Yeah. I, th- that, I think you're, that was, you're probably right. Or you're probably on track with that because like, there's also that scene where they're trying to locate her and they Mm -hmm. put carlson in the hypnosis and like he's having that vision of the of the dirty old uh vicar or whatever just trying to finger blast that girl in the the car dirty old old vicar yeah Yeah, he is uh (laughs) old vicar fingies over there he's 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 over there with his fucking little little cap on just yeah he's got his driving cap on and he's trying to finger blast the lady as he drives (laughs) on the country roads over on the damn right that's why you don't 
That's why the British are wrong. Mm-hmm. You don't put the steering wheel on that side because now you have to finger blast with your left hand. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. That's assuming that there's more like right-handed people, though. I mean, maybe there are. Are you saying? I mean, yeah, oh, I know, wait, I know, that's but- fact. <laughs> Wait, yeah. you're saying all British people are left-handed? Is that what? Is that the just, rumor you're trying to start? <laughs> they have bad teeth, and they're all left-handed. Yeah, actually, I am. Yeah, uh, no that 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 would be very British to like <laughs> handicap yourself by having to use your non-dominant hand mm-hmm. because you don't want it to it be makes too you have pleasurable to pay for the woman. To the road because yeah. you're like, oh god, this is gonna get real uh, uncomfortable if I'm like doing yeah. this poorly. It just cuts off the temptation <laughs> to even try yeah, to begin exactly. with. You're like, because yeah. I don't want to do this with my left hand. Yeah. Yeah. I'll get cramps. I got to use my Bitch, strong do it yourself. Hand. I mean, I, at that point, I probably would have wanted to do it myself anyway. So my wrist is cramping. <laughs> Let me mix it with my strong hand. Um. Did you catch that? Did you catch that rabbit dildo like meme going on with oh, that yeah. particular? Ugh. It's so gross. <laughs> it yeah. was fucking beautiful actually i find it hilarious anywho um, finger blasting now, let's fucking go <laughs> finger blasting <laughs> it's where it's at that's a shirt finger blasting let's fucking go <laughs> um so anyway uh yeah so they're doing they're the doing left the <laughs> left-handed finger blasting only um yeah so anyway uh as you might expect carlson um uh, uh, yeah, Carlson, he, uh, Kane kind of does the whole, like throws the, 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 the leaded iron down to him in this kind of like, Hey, giving him the assist type thing. And then he impales Alley-oop. himself. Yeah. And, and, uh, Buparella at the same time, which I don't know, man. Like Hari carrying yourself with a lead pipe through another human is like that's intense. Yeah. That's you gotta have some damn upper body strength yeah. mm-hmm. um to do that. But um yeah, so he does that, killing of course both of them. And then all, you know, the big giant uh uh you know, goth spaceship just kind of bails at this point, and then the credits roll with just Kane just chilling in the middle of the street as London's like burning down. Just like, (laughs) I don't know. Is he supposed to be seeing the spaceship? I don't know, but he's just like, okay, (laughs) bye-bye. Well, well, that's it. That's the end of London, I guess. (laughs) Yep. See you later. Bye. Um, And then we got 28 weeks later. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And then that's the follow up. No, but I mean, this movie is just so damn entertaining. There's so much going on. Like the performances are fun. They're like they are diverse, the performances, because you have these very stuffy British performances. And then you also have like Carlson, who's a little bit more like spastic in his performance. Yeah. He's, and, he's like sweaty. Yeah. He's like yeah. unhinged. He's got fucking flop sweats mm-hmm. every time you see him. Um, yeah, it's just, man, cool movie. It was great. I enjoyed it a lot. Again, guys. Poor choice in choosing the movies you chose. <laughs> I know yes. this is better this than both have, of those this movies. Would have, like one ten out of ten. I know. Whatever. It was a real but fucking guess miss. What? Martin won, so I'm your motherfucking champ <laughs> for the next thirty fucking weeks. <laughs> um, listen, the only ones that really matter is October. So. Um, <laughs> 
And that what? was a toss up. There's no, there's no. And really... you won October too last year, didn't you? Well, yeah, she did. I think so. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, so, she had Village of the Dam, which is slightly less worse than everything else. <laughs> yeah. Slightly, slightly not as fucking awful as our movies. Um, I mean, but did have chill, children getting bombed in a terrorist act, which is like hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. That Dude, movie's a lot darker a than I remember. Um, all right. That is Life Force. I cannot stress this enough. If you have the opportunity, drop everything you're doing right now. Smash your phone on the ground. Go to your TV, or unless you Wait, have Tubi on your phone, yes. then go to Tubi on your phone. Because sometimes I have to watch it on my phone because it's better than sometimes the internet in my camper. Yes, no, I get it. Wherever you're going to watch Tubi at, smash everything else, not that thing. Mm-hmm. Then search for Life Force. It's all one word, 1985. You are going to be so pleased with your decision. Um, <laughs> if you're jerking off, don't stop, but just like Edge. <laughs> And then start the movie up, because then you yeah. can finish while watching the movie. Yes. Yeah, within Edge the first 10 minutes, it. yes, basically Pornhub. You're going to have some great boobs. You're going to have some great boobs. Um, okay. Um, let me recap really quickly for all yins out there who are uh, getting ready to help us vote for our September showdown topic uh in the coming week you will see on the instagrams in our instagram stories or on a twitter poll or both you know what you can make your vote count double if you go and vote on both those things but also go ahead and give us a little goddamn uh follow on those social media outlets and as always uh i saw i sent out some uh last week some damn stickers if you want some halloween is forever stickers Go on, and you know what? I'll probably throw some other dumb shit in there too. Some little, some sort of little spooky ooky trinket because I got a lot of that floating around here. I'll send it to you in the mail. But all you got to do is go on the so on the your your podcatcher app. If it's an Apple Podcast, if it's a a Spotify, one of these podcatcher apps that have a rating system on it and the opportunity to write a review. Give us the top amount of ratings, the maximum star rating, and write us a little review. I don't give a shit what it says, but go ahead and do that. Take a little little screen grab of it. Send it to us in the DMs and, and, and send me your address, and I'll mail you some damn shit from beautiful Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Um, now, recap. Eerie Indiana episodes. The best of Eerie Indiana Satanic Panic, which I guess we never really explained. It's just any satanic demonic, not even demonic. Does it need we should probably lay out some ground rules here. I think is I think specifically cult, I think cult is like any kind of cult is on the table. But a satanic I feel cult. Like, yeah, it can't no, be like, like a Jesus cult. But does it also because right. there's plenty of movies that even call out like this idea of like like oh, this is a satanic situation. Again, like, say, the movie Satanic Panic, like the newer mm-hmm. one. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know if... The, I feel like there might be enough in that. But like, like, what about, could... like, The Exorcist? Is The Exorcist... It's a demon. It's not no. technically Satan. I, I yeah. wouldn't... I wouldn't... I just wouldn't go with that. Like, well, none saying, of us like, are going to pick The Exorcist because that would be, like... That would be a little... That would be a little... I don't know. That's overkill. I think, we'll, I think we'll have to break yeah. this one down, you know? I, I, I like even just breaking down these subgenres a little bit more, yeah. like, what con- mm-hmm. like what we assume... Because I think the more like we Like, Rosemary's this, Baby. That yes. makes perfect yes. sense. Rosemary's, Rosemary's Baby. Rosemary's Baby would be great. Um, the, the Thai West film, The House of the Devil, would be a real yes. good one. That's a straight-up 
yeah. Satan cult. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're not talking about some demons. damn demons. They're not yeah. talking about Baphomet. So they're talking about when Satan. When you say cult, it's like satanic cult, though, mm-hmm. specifically. Mm-hmm. Like, yes. It has to, I mean, then in theory, could like some of the paranormal activities almost, I mean, granted, they no, like genre because that's, those, those are, are demons. demons. That's, That's not, not Satan. Satan. I think I think well, it like, has to be satanic in nature. So, so it's like, like so um, uh, satanic, honestly, like the devil's advocate. Like, okay. I would say even the devil's advocate would be. Now that's not really a horror. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of a horror. It's what, not a yeah. good yeah. horror, but it's kind of a no, horror. It would be a bad choice. Yeah. But you get the idea. Like literally, it, it, it has it has play Satan. Yeah, it has to literally reference Satan. Like we, I think we have other categories for demon shit. So mm-hmm. like like it has to literally be Satan as the bad guy or okay. the yeah. or the driving force. Okay. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Um or a, of course we can go with some giallo flicks which is always a fun category as well. So Go on the social medias here, usually about Tuesday, Wednesday, some point in the middle of the week after uh, after this episode comes out on Monday. We'll post that. Give us a little vote. Go review us and do all those kind of nice things. Um, and then we also have coming up here pretty soon, maybe by the time we do this showdown episode, I think we'll probably be able to announce it. But it looks we like we're going to do it. save the date. Yeah. Uh, guys, just think about it. October the 29th. Okay. Right before Halloween, Halloween weekend. If you're thinking about seeing us live and doing a fun type of little uh, Halloween party situation with us, block off that date. More details to come. We did uh, a live show where we did Midsommar last month. It was an absolute fucking blast. This is going to be even better on account of it's Halloween weekend and shit's going to get fucking wild. Um, I fully anticipate our lives to come to a screeching end that evening. So come and check it out. We'll give you more details as uh, they unfold, but you know, maybe pencil that in on the old calendar. If you live in Western Pennsylvania or uh, somewhere in the uh, Eastern Ohio, Western PA, whatever you want to fly from fucking uh, Timbuktu. I don't care. Make it happen. You guys, Um, we're giving you plenty of notice now. uh, Any other things that I'm forgetting uh, about that, any final thoughts on Life Force? No, movie rules. No, it's sick. It's sick. Go watch it. You're not gonna be. You're not gonna be sad about like it. Like boobs, aliens, vampires, zombies, maybe witches. You're gonna find something to love about this movie. I Those mean, are literally it, all my favorite has, things. It has something for Explosions, everyone. It's, it's, blood. it's a family film. <laughs> I would actually yeah. go as far to say. Watch it with your young children. Yes, <laughs> younger the better. Yes. Uh, it is also very safe for work. Put it on. You know, in a PowerPoint presentation, just at the end of, you know, your quarterly review. Um, Okay, guys, uh, with all that being said, uh, for the Halloween is forever crew. I'm Brian. I'm your queen champ. (sighs) I'm regretting not picking life force. (laughs) We all are. See you later. Bye bye. 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 Bye bye.